0: Whoa, are you revving a Hellcat engine, or are you preparing me a Hailey Bieber Choco Monkey smoothie, Ty? Actually, Eric, I'm doing both. I may be blending in the back of the Maybach,
1: but if you have this blender, you can blend anywhere.
0: Wait a minute, you're telling me that this blender is battery-powered and portable and lasts up to 15 blend cycles? Hell yeah, brother,
1: it lasts longer than me. This is the blender, too, and it's better than a girlfriend.
0: Well, our breadheads don't have either, but they can use code BREADHEAD12 on BlendJet.com to get 12 inches off this BJ and start blending in the bathtub. Taking
1: baths sounds a bit too zesty for me. By the way, this thing has free shipping and colorways
0: that are giving me an insurrection. Well that's right guys, it comes in Strawberry MAGA Smoothie Red, Pixar Illegal Alien Green, and LG Pride Rainbow.
1: Whether you want to blend in or stand out, get your 12 inches off at blendjet.com. Code BREADHEAD12.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What is up, blenders? I mean, (laughs) breadheads.
1: That's right. Blendheads, if you're listening to this episode <laughs> uh, recently, uh, we just recorded our brand new Blendjet ambassador ad. That's right. We are Blendjet ambassadors, global ambassadors. We're like, we are to what Blendjet, what Drake is to the Raptors.
0: Mm-hmm, exactly. Just like um, you know, Young Thug is affili- gang affiliated, uh, Think Fresh is blend affiliated because we earn a small commission when you uh, purchase a blender. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, you can do that to support the pod. You can do it to blend up some, I don't know, some chowder at home.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: could um, you know, make a smoothie. You can make your picnics more exciting. You can mm-hmm. really do a lot of things, Ty.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm a little slushy slut on the beach, Eric. And uh, we should remind the Breadheads of what that link affiliation is in the off chance that they skips through the ad. I don't know who would do that.
0: Mm-hmm. in the off chance that i forget to add the ads ag- add segment to this episode you can mm-hmm. go to blendjet.com, use the code breadhead12 you can also probably click on a link somewhere in the description of this episode
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um
0: i recommend you go with the um mega red color <laughs> mm, that's a good
1: one i'm a big fan of the olaf the snowman white
0: yeah i won't stop talking about the olaf color but I had no idea what Olaf was until I saw the color. I realized it's just a snowman. Easily the worst snowman in cartoon history. Like where is Frosty?
1: Yo, I I get that. Frosty defined what we imagine as the cartoon snowman and props to mad props to Frosty for helping every child on earth imagine the exact same thing. But I really like that Olaf is bringing diversity to the snowman structure
0: Um, Mm -hmm. he is um, bringing some light light. he is bringing a little bit of light to the neurodivergent snowman community because Mm -hmm. his crooked ass nose (laughs) and you know Mm -hmm. he's got some features that make me believe he's on some spectrum Mm -hmm. and i don't just mean the like frozen spectrum
1: Mm -hmm. yeah he's uh like partially melted much like our melting ice caps Olaf is at about 80% of its original
0: <laughs> BMI. Wow, so global warming is affecting uh, Frosty and yeah. Olaf equally. Um, I mean, there's one thing that we can say for, cer- say for certain certainty that there's mutual destruction in this world. We're all gonna
1: get it. Art imitates life, I guess. <laughs> what our saving grace, Eric, the frozen puck known as the veggie patty at Subway. <laughs> If we mm-hmm. stack enough of those together, we'll keep the Earth's temperature down for centuries to come.
0: Absolutely. Those things have a thawing time of about two hours. So just mm-hmm. um, stick a few of those um, up against your cheeks and you won't have any swelling after a wisdom tooth extraction, tie. That's yeah, right. I only... I'm still healing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel so sorry for you. But I, I like you. I also keep a pack of the veggie patties in my freezer for icing after a workout or a, a sports day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. Look
0: at you, Ty. That's big for for you. So, I mean, even though you don't play any sports, um, you seem to be icing after some kind of physical activity. Mm-hmm. Well, you see,
1: uh, <laughs> ever since, ever since Russia got sanctioned, I've been able to get some mad discounts on Adidas track suits. Oh, and shit. so now I'm in my, up in my sports
0: era. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. And yeah, um, I mean they didn't have any monopoly on ice either. They have, you know, their hands all over our oil, but no ice, thankfully.
1: hmm Yeah, so the veggie pucks live to see another day.
0: I'm good. I'm I'm very happy for you. Um speaking of veggie pucks, Ty, you got me on to the falafel. And ever since then I've always like I was always really happy that Mean You had like some food that Mean You shared. And we were always like excited to go have this food together. And that was of course the falafel at Subway. Mm-hmm. Um, now that we don't do that, now that we don't go to Subway ever, mm-hmm. um, we have to, you know, recruit the likes of American Express to book a dinner time for us. And that's just what we're waiting on right now. We have shane from american express on the working late hours trying to find a dinner mm-hmm. rezzo for us next week and i'm excited to see what he comes up with mm-hmm. shout out to shane for
1: uh burning the midnight oil i do appreciate <laughs> it when our frontline workers on the other in the call center come through and help us uh I'm hoping he can get us something Michelin starred, but I'll t- I'll take four price tags on Yelp too. What was the mm-hmm. criteria you gave sh- this Shane person when you phoned Amex?
0: Well, Shane could obviously be a moniker for this person, but um, the criteria that I gave him or they was yeah. Don't don't gender the <laughs> Amex employee, Eric. You don't know. That's right. The Amex servants are merely objects of my convenience. <laughs> That's how I think of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I did tell them that, you know, we only have a few things for this business dinner that we need to hit. One of which is, uh, one or more Michelin stars, um, valet parking. And do you remember the third thing? I think it was like four price tags on Yelp or something.
1: I believe you asked, and you're so kind to ask, but for a vegetarian heavy menu.
0: That's what it was. He did ask me if, um, were there any dietary restrictions? And I said, well, half of us are vegetarians, so mm. you know that was the only restriction. One, the other one of us is a, is a slushy slut, apparently.
1: Mm-hmm. I think we both <laughs> are one hundred percent slushy sluts on this call. Shout out to BlendJet for making my frozen margarita dreams come true. Yeah, thank you, re- BlendJet. We should talk a little bit about what inspired this uh business dinner. So Eric and I—he's hinted at it—we're going to do a business dinner next week. Uh, I just noticed that all high profile podcasters do high spend business dinners. And it it Mm -hmm. just seems to be like the next big step in think fresh LLC's
0: venture. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, I think it was required for us uh, as a next step because we need to strategize our Q4 basically.
1: Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. I'm so excited to like break out the Armani and, write some ideas on a napkin with you in candlelight.
0: Mm-hmm. Now that I think about it, we should have told our, you know, concierge these requests as well. It's like they need to have the clear ice cubes mm-hmm. and they need to have like perfect napkins for writing ideas down, you know, very glass onion of us mm-hmm. to like write down the secrets of our business on a napkin. And then like fast forward 10 years, it like gets lit up in a, in a crazy office fire
1: hell yeah there's this like hustler urge to put all your ideas onto like fragile forms of (laughs) archive
0: Mm -hmm. i mean using a pen and paper signals wealth because whenever you're using a pen and paper you never have to like take down too many notes just like a very high level like executive summary type of notes if you're using Mm -hmm. like a keyboard it's like you're writing too much shit
1: yeah you're already losing (laughs) The, the pen and paper implies this sense of uh almost like spontaneity to the concept like a moment of brilliance and passing captured very delicately and quickly mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. right in front of you whereas if you have to pull out the ipad pro boot up word on app on ios and then like bang out your thesis there's nothing really romantic about that
0: mm-hmm yeah, the only thesis we're going to be banging out at this restaurant is whether the carbonara is hitting more than the mm-hmm. rigatoni.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all about this spaghetti arrabbiata. I'm assuming we're going to end up Italian. I'm really craving uh, Negroni Bianco.
0: hmm Yeah, I'll, we'll have to inquire and see if there's a pasta program before we mm. step foot in anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, dude, I'm excited, man. It's going to be next week. So we'll have to talk about this at least three more times before we actually eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, it's not very often that you and I get to link or
1: build IRL. Hey, question. Does Subway take reservations?
0: Ooh, I don't think so. They they probably operate like a mom and pop shop, like, you know, dine-in, walk-ins only. Like, you can't, I mean, you could pre-order. Is that a reservation? Kind of. You're reserving the food,
1: but a reservation isn't (laughs) a reservation for the food. It's a reservation for the table. Mm -hmm. Reserve a table. Isn't that weird because so in theory you could be yot at any restaurant and then get served immediately
0: i, I mean i don't really see how the logic kind of connects but i would love to see you bring a table into any restaurant and see what happens that'd be pretty funny
1: i got some fo- foldable lawn chairs and and tables out on the patio i could i could, mm-hmm. I could probably like fit it in my trunk i am mm-hmm. excited if we do get the opportunity to valet next week eric because my 2005 Toyota Matrix, which I'm assuming will be the whip of choice, has the world's longest crack <laughs> kind of snaking across it right now during the cold oh. snap last month. I, I went snap. through a, I went through a window snap, you see, and now mm. I, I shit you not, Eric, this crack has to be like a party-sized foot long, long, and the only way that it can be that long. And exist on my window is that it has to change directions multiple
0: times across that glass shield mm-hmm. wow that's actually impressive that some it looks like some five-year-old drew a big squiggly line across your windshield mm-hmm. um i thought you were going to say something like oh my 2005 total matrix has a uh, valet mode it's like mm-hmm. they're they're not able to access the full power of the, the v12 <laughs> yeah. in there
1: yeah And I think sport mode anytime soon. And I'm going to mark down the mileage and everything so they don't take it out on the street.
0: Mm -hmm, Exactly. Take a photo of the gas tank. Take a photo of the odometer. Mm -hmm, Make sure that mm -hmm. the, uh, I I assume the valet is also named Shane. Just imagine, just just, (laughs) just make sure that he's not, you know, taking it for a little spin while we're uh, taking our carbonara for a spin.
1: Yeah, if you're a young listener and your name is Shane, you are almost guaranteed a job in finance or customer service. Very lucky, very privileged. Shane privilege, we'll call it.
0: <laughs> Pain <laughs> Shane. Mm-hmm. Um, well, happy to report that Shane is working on our reservation. And yeah, not not much else for us to do other than wait for that sweet generated email.
1: hmm Shane could be a chat bot. We don't, we'll never know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I heard their voice, so
1: mm-hmm. we'll see. Speaking, speaking about gendering chatbots, did I, we ever talk about Clippy and how Clippy, <laughs> you know Clippy, right? Yes, I do. Yeah, I remember a long time ago reading online that Clippy doesn't have a gender, but everyone refers to Clippy as he, him.
0: Mm. I think um, Cl- Clippy definitely like exudes a lot of masculine energy. You know, mm-hmm. he's always trying to like interfere with what you're doing. Like, he's always mm-hmm. like it's, you're just you'll be mining you'll be a woman minding your own business in Microsoft Word t- two thousand four, mm-hmm. and then you know you'll be like formatting some text, and then Clippy is like uh, sitting diagonal from you at the cubicle, being like, "Hey, did you know that you can press Command B to make that text bold?" And you're just like, "Fuck off!" <laughs>
1: oh, totally. Like, I think it's masculine simply because clippy is trying to mansplain to you the tasks you already oh do. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah exactly they are they are mansplaining to you and it's very hard to dismiss them also they're very like persistent like whenever a guy approaches a girl at a club it's always like you yeah, have three strikes you know what i mean you got you got to try at least three times mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and same thing with clippy it's like you can unsubscribe from clippy but clippy is always going to come back at least a couple more times
1: it's true mm-hmm. clippy is a parasite And Mm -hmm. I like to bring that same mansplaining energy into the subway (laughs) when I'm ordering Eric, because if I'm not getting enough lettuce, I'm going to ask for extra lettuce. I really, Mm -hmm. I like my sandwich to be like uh, a pillow, like a night, And I don't like a firm pillow. I like a fluffy pillow, Eric. Me too. Yeah. Like a cloud. So Mm -hmm. I'm going back one, two, three strikes on that. Can I get some more lettuce request until I've, (laughs) Put my tail between my legs and move mm-hmm. along to the sauces
0: mm-hmm. exactly you're going to ask for more lettuce and you're going to say something like did you know that you could like sprinkle it with one hand
1: <laughs> yeah get a little bit more zest in that in that sprinkle
0: mm-hmm. so tell me ty who is clippy at subway is it you is it the sandwich artist who is you know exuding clip-like behaviors or is it the onboarding documentation that's plastered onto the sneeze guard
1: Mm, so interesting. I originally thought that I was Clippy because as the patron, I'm always in offense mode and my artist is in defense mode, not unlike the poor woman late at night on the Microsoft Word program, just trying to get her paper done. <laughs> um, but when you mention the, the menu, the menu is the inanimate object in the room that is, is so divisive. It's quite literally in between me and the
0: sandwich so (laughs) yeah yeah it's preventing you in a way it's both preventing and enabling you from getting to your sandwich because one if there wasn't any menu you would just ask for what you wanted anyway Subway's about you know my sandwich my choice Mm -hmm. um but also if it wasn't for the menu in the way I wouldn't know the random possibilities that I could have you know opted into you know I always like go in and get the BMT but that that one random time where while he's like laying down salami I like take a look at the menu and I see if there's actually like some kind of green goddess whatchamacallit Mm -hmm. let me get some Mm -hmm. of that why not
1: yeah can we command add that to (laughs) the the sandwich please there is definitely like inspiration here from like the Microsoft suite because they always put the menu UI in like the corners of the steez guard the way that they've <laughs> kind of situated it is like are you sure your eyes are going to go to the corner
0: are you sure the... i'm pretty sure it's like right in front of my face and i can't even like see my sandwich. i have to look through this like blurry like plastic menu to like see my foot along
1: yo how messed up is that that subway is like actively getting in the way of you looking at the ingredients here and your sandwich to promote to you something to add to your sandwich
0: hmm no, they they've like manufactured beer goggles for your sandwich because like the more hidden your food is during its creation, the more they can get away with. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. imagine you were at McDonald's and you saw them slap together your burger. It like you would be so turned off. You would never go there again.
1: Yeah, I don't want my uh, like the grill master. <laughs> Shane, we'll call him scratching <laughs> his button between. I don't mm. even see that.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's one thing that we can agree on, though, and it's that Clippy is a liberal cuck. um, Mm -hmm. Because he's always, like, really gently trying to introduce his feedback. He's always like, hey, have you thought about (laughs) formatting your table like this? Like, you know, you can add this feature to it. And then you, as the user, have to just, like, navigate this, like, fake politeness the entire time. Mm -hmm. And, wow. I think it's really crazy that you have to, like, battle this, like, little widget just to get something done
1: (laughs) you actually make a really good point despite clippy not be like because despite it not having a gender itself it has defined for a generation how to be like passively (laughs) aggressive which is like maybe the more diluted form of traditional male aggression yeah you're absolutely right it's the
0: castrated version of a man basically um and yeah you're right even though it hasn't chosen a side it hasn't picked a gender team mm-hmm. um it has chosen a political side in my opinion
1: I think so too uh wow so is <laughs> a bit of a like yeah, a generational I don't want to call him a terrorist but it's definitely <laughs> more influence than
0: we knew mm-hmm, absolutely and you ever try to like work with like someone breathing down your neck like <laughs> like, when like, sandwich sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> like when you're ordering a sandwich, like when are ordering a sandwich, and either the sandwich artist is silently judging you, mm-hmm. um, or I'm literally breathing down your neck, seeing what you're ordering. Um, you know how that affects your performance.
1: Yeah, it's tough. It's too much pressure. It's interesting that both the two industries where both uh, customer and employee breathe down each other's necks are like <laughs> sandwich creation and escorts
0: <laughs> wow so one is like a positive neck neck action mm-hmm. the other one's a negative neck action yeah exactly well i mean i don't want anyone breathing down my neck when i'm crafting a beautiful sandwich because i mean i don't want to get distracted and you know forget something like uh, i might forget a key sauce everything's calculated tight i don't have time to mess about
1: Mm -hmm. you don't want to mess with the natural kind of plan and that whatever god's plan was when He walked in that day
0: Mm -hmm. exactly
1: Mm -hmm.
0: well speaking of drake ty i have some (laughs) (laughs) thank you finally for giving me an out um Mm -hmm. but i need 19 minutes in the first drake reference (laughs) um i needed to talk to you about something that drake posted or i guess did oh no um, so, I don't know, you might have seen yesterday that Drake dropped the music video for Jumbotron Shit Poppin'. You know that song? Oh
1: yeah, I know the song. I saw the post. I didn't go watch the video. I'm more of an odd, like, I'm not really a movie guy.
0: <laughs> His life is a movie, so understood. Um, mm-hmm. But there was, like, a few interesting references in there that I wanted to, like, maybe do a little bit of, like, tinfoil hat wearing with you. And like get into our little conspiracy bag, um, okay. and maybe spread some rumors.
1: <laughs> so we're gonna do it on the anatomy of this music video.
0: Yes, um, gotcha. but you know, not too, not too uh, surgical. We're just gonna look at a very surface level. Okay, um, let's
1: pop the hood, open up the top bread. What's in What's in this music video, Eric? Tell me what you learned.
0: Okay, so on the surface, tie to the untrained eye. It would look like Drake is living a fabulous lifestyle, flexing all his jewelry, um, mm-hmm. partying with girls, um, whatever, driving expensive cars, etc. But I learned actually, and this is after my—I I watched it about three times. So I noticed a few things. This is all of Pharrell's jewelry.
1: Hmm. Yo, I saw a post of him wearing Pharrell's skateboard necklace like two weeks ago too. Oh, interesting. So interesting.
0: So I picked this up, and then I did some research online, and it looks like that Drake did in fact wear all of Pharrell's stuff, and it got me thinking immediately. Wait, is this the new flex in twenty twenty three? It's like I'm literally going to borrow my friend's stuff and post about it. I thought that was pretty genius. It's pretty smart
1: because you can also you can still wealth signal, but you're also connection signaling.
0: Hmm, connection signaling. Wealth signaling, and you're being financially responsible, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ty, this gets even deeper. Apparently, Drake does, in fact, own all this stuff. He oh, bought it from Pharrell because Pharrell auctioned off all of his jewelry. What? So Drake is
1: sporting Pharrell's sloppy second ice. I'm not <laughs> talking about ice spice.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly right. Um, and then I was like, whoa, wait a second. So I, f- I found this post, Ty, and it kind of breaks everything down. This says that late last year, Pharrell auctioned off a slew of his personal items, including bespoke jewelry, clothing, and other collectibles. So this guy raised a total of $5.25 million in sales.
1: Wow. So the the question that jumps to my mind, if we follow the money, is how did Pharrell get in so much debt that he had to liquidate all his assets?
0: I don't know. I mean, rappers aren't good with money. And it's possible that Pharrell spent all of his money. And because no one's listening to his music anymore, his royalties ran out. So it's it's possible that he's just struggling and he sold all the shit. Um, I don't really know. He's on. He has like Vogue videos now, so he you would assume that he's mainstream enough to keep it going, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I, I'm assuming he dumped too
1: much of the capital into the R and D for his skincare line.
0: Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> exactly. Um, so it, it's a known fact that Pharrell auctioned off his auctioned off his stuff, but mm-hmm. up until now, nobody knew where it went and. Just now with this video, we we're learning that Drake actually acquired most of his stuff. <laughs> Damn, that's whack as hell. I, I
1: assume Drake was losing like bleeding money gambling it away on steakandcheese.com.
0: <laughs> um luckily for us, Ty, I think steak, I think it's just fake money. Like the, mm. we can get into this other conspiracy, but I'm pretty sure well, Drake is gambling with fake money. That's, that's right. <laughs> we'll we'll call it the house dressing money. Exactly. It's on the house. Mm-hmm. Um and so Ty, this also connects because I'm I'm the rap genius certified rap genius of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm the rap- yeah. <laughs> This circles back to I think 2017 song Omerta by Drake. Mm. There's a bar in it and it says something like, um, I'll be buying all of your stuff when it comes for auction. Something, something, something. I'm a petty king. Do you know that song? I
1: don't remember that lyric,
0: unfortunately. I I don't have the same like
1: archival lookup in my brain that you do.
0: I mean, it's purely coincidence that I've been listening to the song recently, but um
1: No, it's not. To... You got like a Dewey decimal system for Drake lyrics.
0: <laughs> that is true. Let me let me find the exact lyric right now. Okay. Um here's the lyric, word for word. I plan to buy your most personal belongings when they up for auction. Man, truth be told, I think about it often. The petty king, the overseer of many things.
1: <laughs> Damn! So you're thinking he was alluding to a long con to s- snipe all of Pharrell's jewelry? I don't know, man. Rappers <laughs> rap about so many things. That's they. That's what they do. They rap. So they're just mm-hmm. they're just spitting things. And if it, I'm taking my tin foil, foil cap off. <laughs> I'm, put, I'm putting no. my sandwich artist visor on.
0: No, uh, a much
1: more rational mind.
0: No, I, I, I think it's. I think there's something here, Ty. I think that there's a secret beef that we don't know about. When have you ever seen Drake and Pharrell like hang out? Never. Never. No. I think Pharrell is more on Team Kanye than anything, um, mm. because of all the collaborations they've had. Because mm. of that, they sat next to each other at Virgil's last show. Mm-hmm. There's there's way too many things I can point to that signal that Pharrell is team gay yeah. And Drake probably takes personal offense to that because I can see Pharrell just like, not wanting to work with Drake.
1: Totally. I, and like Drake's never worked with Daft Punk, but they both have.
0: <laughs> Drake has worked with Daft Punk, hasn't he? One more so. time. Is that yeah, Daft
1: Punk? I guess that was Daft Punk, but I think he just borrowed the sample. I don't think he collaborated with them.
0: I think he just paid
1: <laughs> fat royalty
0: for it. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. Um, Come on, huh? <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I thought that was kind of interesting. A little bit of rap lore for you, Ty. Mm, I appreciate that. That's really
1: interesting because I saw the skateboard post and I recognized the jewelry, <laughs> but I didn't realize that much like our melting ice caps, <laughs> there's so much more beneath the surface. <laughs>
0: Wow, Drake is an iceberg for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: you know what? There's that tie, um, but also it, it inspires me to be pettier in in my life as well, and to buy the personal belongings of my ops as well. So that's why I'll be, you know, lobbing you ungrailed for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> So you're telling me you'll buy the CDG Play Converse Chuck Taylors I just posted (laughs) yesterday? (laughs) Good
0: for you for posting those and never wearing them. because I know you bought those at a thrift store. You didn't purchase those. Mm, That was a flip. Good for you.
1: Yeah, I I had no intention of uh, putting those on my feet, of lacing up.
0: Mm -hmm. That's honestly smart. Huh. Well, Learned what a lot today. I, I just dropped some fucking heat on you, and you you're, you're bringing nothing to this episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just here to do what you say. I am the
0: sandwich artist of this episode. Wow, brilliant. Um, well, have yeah. you been watching? Um, have you been watching Breakpoint on
1: Netflix? What the hell is Breakpoint? Oh, is this about tennis or pool? It is Tennis. B- billiards and tennis are the two activities that Eric and I do. To- <laughs> besides <laughs> podcast, so. Weird weirdly timely. Uh tell me more about Breakpoint, Eric.
0: Well, Ty. <laughs> um, honestly, it's a good show. It's I think the same people who made the last dance, or it was either the Last Dance or um the F1 show. They made this show about tennis, and um it's pretty good. Basically, like it follows every episode is like following a different person and there's like kind of, like, interesting storylines behind most of the players. They're all very boring, though, except for, like, Nick Kyrios is the first episode. Uh, I was hoping you would see any of this show before we talked about it.
1: (laughs) Uh, I know. I've been really behind on TV watching. I feel like the modern age treats... I think big television is doing this on purpose, obviously, to Mm -hmm. make it every television show make they, they're creating FOMO around it so that you, it's now a chore to keep up rather than a joy or, a, or an act of leisure to participate
0: mm. yeah that's true I mean we are literally the the antithesis to the how original podcast because we refuse to watch stuff
1: <laughs> yeah I think so um so like if I don't catch the season finale of Emily in Paris then I am missing out on the circles of dialogue that I encounter which are themed around it, which is more often than you think. Mm -hmm. And when I can't bring like a hot take to the table about which guy Emily should be with, (laughs) then I feel like I'm like people don't, people don't want to, I'm irrelevant. You know, I'm like, I'm like the green peppers on the menu. Like (laughs) they don't, they don't add anything, maybe a bit of crunch.
0: Wow. I mean, very few veggies at subway add anything to the sandwich but i totally understand what you're saying because yeah nobody wants to switch gears when the most important thing in their life is like which french hottie is emily gonna sleep with you know yeah
1: exactly no one wants to talk about the uh, like inbound recession or like <laughs> the wars going on they want to talk about mm-hmm. like whether emily made the right choice with her marketing gig you know
0: (laughs) wow i mean this this um tension that we see in our culture today is actually manifesting itself in my home i'm watching youtube videos about the housing market and my girl's like can we watch emily in paris (laughs)
1: yeah that's crazy well in her defense, I'm pretty sure it's her name on the mortgage, not yours. And so <laughs> she has a, a like a stronger desire for escapism, if you will.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the
1: dark realities. You're just you're uh, role playing. You're you're cosplaying in this uh
0: this world. That is true. I am cosplaying, but I'm also building up a case to never be in it. <laughs> <'Cause if I'm- laughs> i can have enough evidence to not put my name on it and not contribute then i'm great you know i mean i'm i'm straight yeah i get that dude
1: like land ownership's one thing you can like raise chickens you can bury something you can you can make a like a a nuclear bunker you build whatever (laughs) you want and you can say don't come in here that that's Mm -hmm. an incredible superpower but apartment ownership my Christ, you just own a hole in the sky. It doesn't make <laughs> any sense. Like, what land did you buy?
0: Wow, that's it is pretty disturbing to think about that. Because if this building like collapses, I guess I still own that little like bubble up yeah, there.
1: Yeah, so up there, up there. That's your that's your vol- volumetric bathtub sized home. Or what would be?
0: Oh, it is depressing. Yeah, you're right. With land, you can do much more um but with my apartment i can swap the countertops (laughs) you know what i mean i can um i can delete the baseboards i don't know do some other weird like fucking selling sunset shit to it
1: right right you can inspect element and remove some of the foundational code from your apartment but Mm -hmm. i think you still got to get the admin approval you still got to talk to your strata if you're gonna like change a light
0: bulb (laughs) well that's where you're wrong Ty. Because I, I, can, I can see that um, you're a prisoner of the renting market. Um, mm-hmm. But you don't have to ask Strata. You don't have to ask Daddy for anything, really. You just got to do it and ask for forgiveness or not. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter. It's my fucking place. I'll do what I want. Damn, and if I spoken- want to put fucking onions on the sandwich, I'm going to put onions on the sandwich. I don't care that I have to go back to work. Spoken like a
1: true homeowner, Eric, and a <laughs> confident sandwich creator. <laughs> really like home I mean, renos are just you're just building a foot long that you live in you get to choose everything <laughs> how it looks how it feels how it
0: tastes this mm-hmm. is the, i mean there's it, no coincidence why it's modeled after a square footage tie. we whoa. pay per foot and it's no difference at the restaurant or at the housing market and i see that smile on your face because you agree
1: <laughs> wow yeah you, you really drew this together, and I think that's a really, really strong conclusion for this episode, <laughs> Eric.
0: Brilliant. Well, I'm happy we finally circled back on footlongs, and um, you know what else would look great in your apartment, Ty? A blender. But that's the wonderful. best thing about this blender, and I'm talking about the blend jet too. You don't even have to keep it in your apartment. You can bring it with you on the road. You mm-hmm. can go snowboarding with it. You can go... Um, you know dispute a speeding ticket in court with it It doesn't matter you can do anything it's important
1: yeah i want to become a bathroom mixologist because i am a nomad uh eric's a toothless bitch so it works for (laughs) both of us and our lifestyles
0: that is right i'm drinking liquids all month long um Eds, thank you for listening it's been a ride Mm -hmm. um ty thank you for your time
1: Thank you, Eric. Thank you, Breadheads. Breadhead12, that's the code. You know what to do. Think fresh, everybody.
0: Peace.